It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Tennessee Titans get throttled by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we have a whole lot to talk about. Let's waste no more time. Sammy, start me up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. Touchdown, Titans. He is the baddest man in the NFL. And he just took her to the house. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's going to be sick. Welcome back for another episode of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. I am joined by my boy Jarrett. Sal is a little under the weather on this Thanksgiving week. And speaking of Thanksgiving, there's so much to be thankful for. Family, friends, food, and NFL football. All week long, DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on NFL action to score 150 instantly in, instantly in bonus bets. No matter your appetite, there's something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they've got it. So download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 6sports. New customers can bet $5 on their NFL Thanksgiving action to score $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sportsbook betting partner of the NFL with code 6sports. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I love how you rolled right into it with the Thanksgiving weekend, giving thanks to our sponsors and everything. So so smooth. It was more smooth than anything our Titans have done this year. Um, But speaking of those Titans, we got destroyed this week. Um, It's looking doom and gloom. There's really not much to be excited about aside from the fact maybe we have our franchise quarterback. Uh, I know a lot of people think we do. Some people still think we don't. Um, but that being said, what do you think um, about last week's performance and, you know, the game as a whole, the team as a whole? I'm sure we'll dive into it uh, more in depth with Vrabel and everything. But what are your thoughts on that game? The game obviously is atrocious, just like you said. I mean, we're, we're coming into a division game. You think, you know, um, the roster would be more hyped. And I'm saying roster because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into other things, like you said, with Vrabel. But I'm just talking about in general, the players. I mean, granted, it was hot. I don't care about that. It's a football. It's a football stadium division game. You come out against Jacksonville. The first drive, I believe, uh, was pretty good. Was it? I don't even remember. First first drive was pretty good. Got some got some points, or or they got some points. We were down, but it was it was a competitive game 
the first five minutes of the game. Other than that, they just got destroyed. The line just gets destroyed. Their front absolutely killed us, just like Vrabel said in the in the in the uh, press conference. They outcoached us. They're a better they're a better coach football team, and they're a better team in general. With that being said, um, him keep he, he's keeping uh, he keep pulls I keep pulls I can't even talk right now he pulls constantly Christian Fulton for Trey Avery so I mean I don't know if these guys don't understand the scheme what's going on during the play I mean you hear you hear what's going on in the week with press conferences saying well well practice isn't uh you know um relating to games and vice versa someone I think Paul Karski said today uh are you going to switch up Tuesday and Thursday with practices uh, so I don't know what, what what that's going on with, with the coaching aspect of it but um the whole game in general I mean we have nobody on this roster that can actually make plays. There's 10 out of 53 guys that I think that are actually capable NFL football players. And like I said, we're going to get into the roster without uh, later on, but you, you still can't put this blame on Vrabel. I don't care what anybody says. So I don't know what your opinion is on it. I mean, we, we had Thanksgiving talking about Thanksgiving. We had Thanksgiving early with my parents and I watched the game, the first half. And then uh, I would say five minutes, four to five minutes into the third quarter, I said, that's it. I'm, I'm leaving. And it was about an hour and a half ride. I couldn't watch it anymore to be honest with you. It's just, it's bad football all the way around. Um, it's not even the, the coaching. I mean, Sal, Sal can say all he wants and, and all these other guys can say all he wants and hell for all you, you could say anything you want to about it. It's not all about coaching. There's players on this roster that are not NFL capable players. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. So, um, I would love to hear your opinion on the game and your opinion on the roster or, or possibly Rabel when we lead into that. Did I lose you there? Uh, uh, you're frozen. There you go. But yeah, now, there's now some, you got, some, got some bad weather down in South Jersey, so you I'll froze. For there. Yeah. No, I, I said, I, I said, um, you know, there's bad – I don't want to blame Vrabel uh, all, all too much because there's bad football players on this team. So, I mean, yeah, the loss was atrocious – Kind of knew it that we were going to do it. I picked us to win. I mean, just because I'm a Titans fan, I want them to win. But um, you can't put all the blame, like I said last week, on Vrabel. And I wish Sal was on this podcast because I'm going to get into it in a little bit with Vrabel because uh, I would just like to hear your thought before we get into stuff like that on what you think about Vrabel, the performance of the football team, and uh, the roster in general. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I mean, my frustration with Rabel is just he seems unmotivated and lackadaisical and just seems like he doesn't give a shit. And, you know, your your strength as a coach is you're supposed to be a motivator, a leader of men. He hasn't seemed motivated uh, since the New England retired his jersey. You know, he hasn't sounded excited since, you know, he was in New England for that ceremony. And it's frustrating. And I won't be all that surprised if they let him go at the end of the year. 
And if they do, uh, it is what it is. We're thankful for what he did for us. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's a what have you done for me lately league. People want to say roster this, roster that. You know, there's rumors that Vrabel holds a lot of power within this franchise. So I'm really not buying into the roster because he definitely has some say over it. He also has say over who he brings in to coach this team. Um, and he basically just kind of dunked on himself with the press conference because if he's bringing in these coaches, um, you know, on his own accord, he said after the game at the press conference that they were outcoached. So what does that say about you, uh, Vrabel? You bring in these guys and then you openly admit that you were outcoached in that game. Uh, it seems like you're being outcoached more often than not lately. And the frustration is rising within the fan base, within the organization. It seems like with some interviews with players, there's maybe a little bit of uh, dissension in the locker room. So, you know, listen, there's a few bright spots. We have maybe our franchise quarterback. Jeffrey Simmons is a stud. We know that Jalen Duncan can maybe be a diamond in the rough. He's been playing well, I guess, on that right side. But this line still looks atrocious. I think this is the end of the road for Henry. Um, you know, Burks is in, might be out for the year. It's kind of doom and gloom, and it's to the point where I said it last week, we might have more to gain by losing out than we do winning, you know, a handful of games because right now I think we're positioned at sixth um, in the upcoming draft. And if we don't get Marvin Harrison Jr., I mean, I would love it, you know, if we did. But if we don't, we can still snag one of these premier tackles. There's going to be three of them that probably go in the top 10, top 12. But other than that, I mean, there's nothing really to be excited about with this team. You know, aside from the fact Levis could be our guy, um, you know, what would a team look like if we didn't have Hopkins? How poor our receiving core is. Imagine if we didn't have him. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's just I, I sound a little dejected, and it's probably because I am. You know, this team has been frustrating us for a long time now, and I think we had some expectations this year where a lot of stood up to the mainstream media and said, we're going to be a lot better than people think. And it's just hasn't shown. So that's yeah, how I, mean, I feel they, right now. I think everyone's job is, is rightfully so at stake. And you saw the Steelers fire Matt Canada. Um, so where's that accountability with this organization? Cause we know him and Tom Winter boys, the Steelers podcast told us that. So where's, you know, what, why can't we do something like that? Shake it up in the, you know, during the season. We didn't do it with Downing. Seems like we're not going to do it with Kelly. You know, it's just all around. It's frustrating. So I'm going to tell you, we, we can make some noise. And uh, here, here's the thing. First year head coach, uh, first year offensive line coach, Jason. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Like I said, I'm not here for an English class. Oh, I just know his name is Jason. He's not experiencing the NFL. He was a, a pretty good, decent uh, college football coach. He's not making it in the NFL. He should be fired automatically right now. Um, defense. Uh, Shane Bowen has been absolutely horrible since the absence of Jim Swartz. Jim Swartz move on, the defense tanks. Arden Key was an absolute savage in uh, training camp. Was it Arden Key that was really good, or was our offensive line really that bad? It seems to be both of them, okay? Arden Key has not been pressured. He's been absent in the pressures, sacks, everything like that. Our offensive line continues to uh, be horrible. So if it were any, if we're doing anything, I'm firing those two right away. Believe it or not, we're tied with uh, in defense and total touchdowns given up, which is 19, tied for fourth best in the league. Don't know how that's possible. But like I said, we are holding teams to about 20 points per game. It's the offense that's the problem, okay? And now we're, we keep crapping on uh, on Vrabel that everybody wants him back, um, him fired, him can't. He, they don't want him to come back next year. 
I'm the total opposite. I'm all in on Vrabel because, like I said, John Robinson put us into purgatory on this. He has, he's dealt the hand that he has to deal with. That's why he looks rejected at the post, uh, post-game pressures, at, uh, at um, post-games and, and, and practice press, press conferences all week. You would too, Vin. If you had a yeah, shit rocker, you, you, you would too. Millions of dollars. Be a fucking big boy. Sack up and put a smile on, dude. I'm tired of – you're the uh, coach of this franchise, you look like a fucking pissed yeah, off you would be too. girl, dude. I know I would be, but if I got paid $5 million a year to coach this team, I might smile a little bit. Some some stats that everyone thinks, you know, Vrabel's such a bad coach. Yeah, we have four winning seasons with Vrabel. Vrabel's 51 and 41. That's a win percentage of 552, okay? You have four winning seasons, two AFC championships, uh, South uh, banners, back-to-back. You have an AFC South appearance. You have coach of the year. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay, since Sal ain't here and everybody on Twitter, you know, wants wants Vrabel's head. If you put Bill Belichick on this team, Brian Dable on this team, both of those teams have shit rosters. The Titans have a shit roster. Okay, you put them on the team and, and Dan Campbell, you think that is there a better outcome? Yes or no? I mean, listen, all I know is sometimes when you get rid of a coach, teams respond to it. Look at Mike. No, uh, but, look at McDaniel's, and then Antonio Pierce comes in. They win two out of three. Yeah, but McDaniel's is cancer. He did it in in uh, Denver. He did it over here in Oakland. You have people uh, vouching. D- Derrick Henry, out of all people, vouching. Mike Vrabel shouldn't go nowhere. Jeffrey Simmons says the same thing. He shouldn't be going nowhere. Mike Vrabel, if he leaves this franchise, we we if he goes takes Brandon Staley's job, that that roster is absolutely loaded. You want to talk about a shit coach, Brandon Staley with the Chargers. Shit, coach. You put um, Dable. You put Bill Belichick. You put Dan Campbell over there. They're going to be winning games. Let me, tell you something about Dan games. Campbell. Let me tell you something about Dan Campbell. They went, what, 2-14? and 14? Dan Campbell had that team ready to play every week, okay? They never quit on Dan Campbell. Yeah, as but he had a better as were, As bad as they were. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say, wow, my hands are fat, man. <laughs> sausage fingers. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Dan Campbell would have this team playing a little more motivated. And maybe, maybe Dable would too, because he took over a shit roster and took him to the playoffs. I think Vrabel is used to success his whole life. He probably was good in high school. He was good in college. He won three Super Bowls. He is a household name within the Patriots organization. This is the first time that he's faced a little bit of adversity. And he's acting like a fucking child. No, absolutely not. We have a video of Vrabel at the press conference um, yesterday. I just want to, I want to, I want to bring it up so you could see it too. I don't know if you watched it because this is what I'm talking about. People, um, everyone blaming Vrabel when if 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 they're teaching something and they're not executing everything, watch watch videos. I've watched videos all over the place. I watched I rewatched the uh, the game um, yesterday. All, the whole offensive line missing assignments. Derrick Henry not going to a hole, trying to cut the other way. I mean, stuff is there. We're just getting beat, plain and simple. Before we get to the video, Sammy, you have Dylan Ray Dunes. J- just look at the offense. You have Dylan Ray Dunes, not a capable uh, lineman. You have Corey Brewer, not a capable lineman. Uh, Chris Hubbard was the only one that was pretty good. Um, MPF, not pretty, not good. All those guys are just absolutely terrible offensive line. I'm sorry to say it. We have a terrible offensive line. The wide receivers, they're not threats. They're blocking wide receivers, okay? You see guys like Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. All those guys are threats. We have DeAndre Hopkins, Traylon Burks. Uh, yeah, he, he has a concussion, but you know what? He's off the team. He can't stay healthy. 12 games for 400 yards and one touchdown for, uh, for a first-round draft pick? It's not cutting it. I don't care. I'm done with him. We need playmakers on this team. That is what's killing us. Sammy, bring up that video for, for everybody and for Vinny to see what I'm talking about with Aubrey. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Uh, You know, just going back out there and coaching it and repping it and things like that. What gives you the confidence that coaching it and repping it... Because I I have the luxury of having played this game in this league. And... um, and I know what we're coaching. I know what we're teaching. Uh, I never blamed uh, Dean Pease or Matt Patricia or, or Bill Belichick or Romeo Cornell or Rob Ryan. I mean, I couldn't get to the pass rusher or I missed a tackle or I went the wrong way. And that's, that's, that's the luxury that I have. Never, never blamed a, a coach for my – let, uh, let me finish and then you can interrupt me. And so I know what we're coaching – and I know what we're teaching. I'm in the meetings. Um, you know, we, we're going to continue to find ways to, to help our players and to, uh, to demand that they uh, play with great effort and improve our details, improve our fundamentals, because I know that that's what works. Your, your take on that, because he knows what he's coaching. We all know it. I was a coach. I, I don't know about you. I was a coach, you know, back five years ago. I, we understood of – game plans, implementing stuff. And if it wasn't executed, we failed. So who, who, who's to blame here? If NFL players are not doing their job, who's to blame? Is it Vrabel or is it them? Because like I said, we have a terrible roster. Bottom five, bottom three, I would say. It needs a t- t- whole different, uh, uh, a huge turnover this offseason. And I think Rand will do that with the money and, and the capital that we have. I mean, listen, I don't understand the roster is bad. I get that, all right? Where my frustration lies with Vrabel is his just his whole his whole aura the last month of the season. It's just been he got frustrated with um, uh, who was it? Tehran? Was that the clip with Tehran where he got frustrated or was that a different clip? Well- or he was where Teron asked him room? like give him an example of something of Rabel. The locker room. Yeah, if Rabel got a little pissy, you know. And Teron's a class act. He's been on this show. It was a fair question, but my it goes back to what I just said. It's for the first time probably in Vrabel's life that things aren't going his way. And instead of trying everything he can in his power, maybe to motivate his team, it seems like he's just he's just like a an immature child he's acting like at times, even in that clip. I mean, I, I don't know, dude. I understand the roster's trash, but we praise Vrabel all offseason. He can coach a girls' softball team the seven wins. I mean, I, I'm just not seeing it right now. And I think everyone knows Vrabel can coach football. That is not the question. The question is, 
can he build this roster? Can he develop this talent? I think he's a head coach that if you need him, if you have a team that's ready to win, he's a great coach for you. I don't know if he's the coach to rebuild a roster. I just don't. I, I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm the total opposite. Just look at there's there's evidence right now with Bill Belichick, great coach, shit roster. Look at look two wins. Brian Dable, shit roster, great coach, no wins. Dan Campbell, he he was he was everyone was calling for his head, and then all of a sudden he got the players that he wanted in there. Great coach. Brandon Staley's been doing it forever over there. Great roster, terrible coach. I mean, I, mean, I, I won't be surprised if he comes back. All right. He's done a lot of things for this team. All I'm saying is I don't think there will be any, there, there will be no hard feelings or any sad fans if he's let go. Cause I think even you, who's a variable guy, would you be surprised if he was let go? I would be surprised. Yes. Even if they fire him midseason, the only two firings that I would see happen, and I'm not calling for anything, you know, cause it, it is unfair, but this is a business here. Now, if we're calling for something, I would say the offensive line coach go get a veteran head coach. Everyone's been saying Mike Munchak. I don't care who it is. Get a veteran offensive line coach in here with the young guys and get an overhaul of linemen this this offseason. The next one is Shane Bowen. He came in with Mike Vrabel. I've seen enough without without him. I don't know if they they had faith in Arden Key or whatever. The defense worked so much better with Jim Schwartz. I believe he was probably calling the defense instead of a defensive assistant or a defensive consultant because – since Jim Schwartz left, it's been abysmal. And wasn't wasn't um, Shane Bowen under Dean Pease too? As well, Shane Bowen's been here for a while. I yeah, think. he was under Dean Pease as well. So I mean, it, how, how you don't learn and, and develop? It's basically the same front besides um, Bud Bud Dupree. It's just insert Arden Key. So I mean, I don't understand how you don't generate that pressure still. Yeah, okay? I mean, listen, man, this. This whole roster needs help, man. Top to bottom, the staff. I mean, this is a big, not to talk about the offseason already. This is a huge offseason, okay? Because if they don't get it right this offseason, we're going to be, we're going to be at the bottom tier of the league. You know, we're going to be in those 05, 06, 07, you know, years where we were just really bad, you know? The roster needs a lot of help. The coaching needs an overhaul. Who knows if Carthon holds the power, if Rabel does. But that being said, everything's on the table, man. Don't be surprised if there's a complete overhaul in the offseason. Players, I, I, coaches. I, I think you're right. Just because of the simple facts, sorry to interrupt you. Like I said, no, it's all right. we, we always do this on this podcast, but whatever. I don't I know how much more right. we keep talking about this fucking team anyway. Man. <laughs> Use my language. I, I, I think you're right with the uh, with the overhaul on coaching staff. If you remember, just thinking about it when you said that, they brought in Chris Harris, the defensive backs coach from yeah. Washington, and before he signed here, he interviewed in Houston as the defensive coordinator. I don't know why he didn't take that job, and he came over as the, as the uh, secondary coach over here, but I think that possibly Vrabel's going to give him the reins next year if Shane Bowen's fired. Um this offseason. Or if Rabel's even still there, he can't give the reins to nobody if he's not there. You know, uh, like I said, I, Rabel's not, in my opinion, Rabel's not going anywhere. And people can come at me all they want. The proof is in the pudding. This roster is terrible. I I beg anybody on Twitter, anybody listen to this video, anybody out there as a Titans fan, who would you who would come in here right now and win with this football team and roster? Nobody. The Jared, nobody. You're kind of if missing you keep, the point, though, man. No, I'm not missing, missing the point. If you keep if you if you keep 
if you keep implementing things and guys are not doing their job, Vin, if you go to work and your boss says, Vin, you have to do this, you have to do blah, 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 and you don't do it, whose fault is that? Is it your boss's fault that you're not providing the work or, or is it is it your fault that you're not doing it? That South Jersey storm's got Vinny, Vinny frozen over there. I got a little earthquake going on right now. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing over here. I you hear keep, me? No, not at all. I keep losing keep, you. Keep keep that storm down there for once. I said if you go to work and your boss says, Vin, you have to get this done, you have to do this, you have to do this, all this, blah, 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 right? And you don't do anything. Whose fault is that? That's Listen, your fault. It's not your boss's fault. You know what I you think, have to do. I just think sometimes you need a new face in there. And it's not that he can coach. We know he can coach. But it's been two years now. The proof is in the pudding. I mean, he's what in his last 17 games? Three and 14? 17 and 20. Uh, yeah. Three yeah, I mean, we've lost a lot of games now. His attitude is visibly pissy, just like mine is this show, because I'm I'm frustrated. But guess what? I, I don't get paid what he gets paid, so I can be upset. You know, I spend a lot of money going to games, flying all over the country, and I have a right to be upset that our head coach, who is supposed to be this leader of men, is acting like an immature, you know, high school girl. You know, it's it's not that this roster is bad. I understand that. That happens. It's the fact that he seems uninterested, okay? It's visible the last month, and that's where my frustration is. You can talk all your junk about what coaches could do better with this team. I'll tell you what. I think Dan Campbell would put a smile on his face and try to motivate his team. You see Brian Dable going apeshit over Tony DeVito, praising him. We haven't heard Vrabel say barely anything about Will Levis's performance, you know? So it's just, he seems uninterested where, you know, in the whole, he seems uninterested in the job right now is where my frustration lies, you know? So I don't know how much more we can keep talking about. So, yeah. So that's, that's the the Vrabel talk. You know. That's a great talk. We're going to talk about the Panthers really quick before uh, you know something happens in South Jersey with Vinny's connection again. Uh, Vin, we, we're hosting the one and nine um, Carolina Panthers uh, at home this week uh, with Bryce Young and company. Do you see us winning this game? Because we're not going to do a little podcast uh, this week because we have Thanksgiving, uh, so we're going to spend some time with our families and uh, focus on football and uh, the turkey. So, what do you think our expectations are uh, at home this week? I think it's a coin flip. I could see us winning. I could see us losing. A part of me kind of hopes we we lose, you know, because I want as high of a pick as possible. But I won't be surprised either way. You know, I I really won't. You know, a part of me thinks we should win this game. I probably think we are a better team. But nothing surprises me anymore with this team. You know, I I think it's a coin flip. I don't have a coin in front of me, but flip it. Give one said side to the Titans, one side to the Panthers, and I think that's what this game is—a true coin flip. Yeah, for real. I mean, we, we don't—I don't even know anymore. 
to be honest with you. All I know is this is looking at the stats right now. It is a very evenly matched game. We averaged 16 points. They averaged 16 points. It's split right down the middle with offense. Uh, I mean, just the keys to victory is obviously contain Bryce Young. Don't let him be mobile. Um, try to implement a pass rush. Try to feed off the energy. You know, shout out to the fans that are going to the game at Nissan Stadium this week. You know, bring the energy. You know, give us something positive a little bit this offseason, uh, this game. Even if you don't want to win, if you want to secure that top three draft pick, if you want to secure something else, it's still our team. We still got a root for the Titans. Um, and um, in general, we're gonna have picks, game picks later on in the week. We're gonna post it on our post it on our Twitter page. But uh, I, I see something positive coming out of this game. Um, I'm just going to give you a little spoiler. I do pick them to win. I'm not going to tell you the score yet, but uh, I do see that this is the only win on the schedule for us the rest of the way out. I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> yeah, hope both teams have fun. You know, <laughs> that's about it. Hopefully there's brighter days ahead. You know, I didn't mean to sound all angry tonight, but the weather's bad. My computer's going in and out. This team got me frustrated. You know, it, it's just the, uh, the perfect storm, for lack of a better term. But I hope that everyone out there, Titans Nation, Titans Twitter, the Titans organization, I even hope Mike Vrabel has a good Thanksgiving. I do. I hope some yams and some turkey and whatever puts a smile on, on his miserable face as of late. So, Are you a turkey guy real quick? No, I'm not. I'm not. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have I'm going to have a little friendsgiving over next year. I'm going to smoke a turkey for you cuz a smoked turkey is very juicy. I make everything nice. You guys yeah. come over next year for thank, for Thanksgiving. All right. All right. Well, well friendsgiving. Yeah, there you go. We'll invite the whole crew. Maybe our Canucks will come down to uh the Garden State as well. That's it. Um but with that being said, we missed out tonight. Hopefully he starts feeling better and gets back on the show. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Stay safe. Um, appreciate your friends and family. Tell them you love them. Enjoy Thursday. And with that being said, fire Mike Rabel, Sammy Semiel. Oh and that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.